handle the truth. Should we or should we not follow the advice of the galactically stupid? Maybe. Maybe not. Maybe fuck yourself. You're all a bunch of fucking assholes. You know why? You don't have the guts to be what you want to be. You need people like me. You need people like me so you can point your fucking fingers and say, that's the bad guy. Clearly, don't know who you're talking to, so let me clue you in. I am not in danger, Skyler. I am the danger. A guy opens his door and gets shot, and you think that of me? No. I am the one who knocks. to another episode of the Righteous Prick Podcast. I'm your host, J.L. Covan. It's 9.24 p.m. Eastern on July 23rd in the year of our Lord, 2022. How about that? Saturday night, S-A-T-U-R-D-A-Y, night! Um, yeah, I just finished uh, day job work. Um, had an eventful day of staying out of the heat. Um, have to work all weekend, fortunately from home, but on a pressing matter, uh, very simple work, but still requires about 14 hours of billable time over Saturday and Sunday. So, uh, the righteous GF is away with her family. So I'm just here with cookie doing legal work, kicking ass, taking names. No, not at all. Um, I'm eating pretty terribly which is bad tomorrow morning, reboot, restart, rebrand. We're not letting the slide, the slip go any longer. But ever since I had knee surgery, I just haven't been the same. Um, and then all of a sudden my day job wants to get fucking busy like, like, like they pay me to work or something. And it just, it just all sorts of stress and then the heat. It's, it's one of those, when I was in good shape... The heat was just an excuse to go out in a tank top or with no shirt and go, yep, just going just gonna to raise the temperature even more, ladies and a few men. Uh, but um, now I just stay inside and uh, sneak in some streaming and some reading and uh, do day job work. Went to mass this evening. Um, low-key, not that anybody listens to this goes to my church, but low-key organ player at my church pretty attractive and uh that's why i never got whenever i go to a lot of churches around the country maybe instead of like diners drive-ins and fuck-ups or whatever the show is on the food network like shouldn't i have like trains clubs and churches shouldn't that be my travel channel show 
Um, another white Catholic church, moving on. Uh, <laughs> but um, a lot of churches will have like a like a quiet room, you know, like, oh, if you have a baby, like you go in there, like so you don't disturb. And I've never understood that. My philosophy is, well, babies, that's that's pro-life, a pro 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 joy and and the 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 bringing of life into the world crying for babies is very natural what's not holy and natural is some smoke show catholic woman just just filling out a dress a little too provocatively can we create a room where it's like the babies can stay but the twins have to go in the in the room get it get what i mean by twins i mean big breasts um i feel like that would fit you know, I'm 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 obviously on the progressive, um, you know, I'm 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 what they call a woke Catholic. I believe if I believe a woman should be stoned, but not to death, for being improper. But wouldn't that actually fit with the Catholic kind of like kind of austerity? Like, yes, we, uh, ma'am, you, we're not we're not body shaming you. We're just letting you know that. This is a place for holy, spiritual, pure thoughts. And um, the Lord designed you impurely. And uh, also that dress accentuates the impurity. So if you could just, no, no, please. Um, We will have blindfolded people deliver your Eucharist to you. And if you could just stay in this uh, shelter area inside the church where no one can see you that would just be best for everybody so say your prayers and uh thank you for for attending and um yeah that's it i don't know that's it's a thought it's a thought uh bad thought mean thought of something out of context that could be derail a future political campaign for me by the way wes moore uh who oh wow what a great pun wes is more i mean is I, I think I just, you know, I, I, that's a freebie, I guess, if, if anybody here is on the Westmore campaign. But the Democratic uh, gubernatorial candidate in Maryland uh, attended Riverdale Country School for a few years. So I was he was a year ahead of me and his sister, I want to say sister, was a year behind me, um, but went to went to school with him for, for a few years. And I remember... He came back a few years later, I guess, just to visit. He he had gone to, like, a military academy. And it's just funny when you see, like, I was a late blue. I was always tall, but I didn't fill out until, like, freshman year of college. Like, it was when I got back from my freshman year of college that all of a sudden I looked like a, like a man child instead of just a gangly child. But uh, I remember Wes coming back and, like, having filled out. And, I, I, you know, a combination of when puberty hits plus, I think, like, military academy life. I was just like, whoa, this dude's, like, jacked. Um, and now he looks like he might be the governor of, uh, of Maryland. So, once again, if you've ever brushed by J.L. Covan, you might be successful. You know, I feel like maybe I'm like the, the aliens in Cocoon. Remember, like, every old person, like, went by and touched them and then could break dance and fuck. But then you look inside the cocoon at the end of the movie and it's like, oh, you've, you've, you've sapped all their strength. They're dying. That's like me. I feel like that's my good luck is, like, everybody can take some of it. And then you look at yourself and you're like, um, I'm a total failure. 
I wish I had preserved some of my own good luck instead of just going to Sunday school with Chris Hayes so he could become a, a millionaire pundit and show host, or Wes Moore, who's a gubernatorial candidate and possibly future governor of, of Maryland. So um, you're welcome, everyone who's ever zapped some of my positive energy. That might explain why somebody with such undeniable charisma and talent is failing so miserably. I should sue. I should sue for good luck reparations. Everybody who's taken some from me. Anyway, guys, the point is the organ player at church is uh, not too bad. Not to, and, and, but in a church way. That's, that's the fun part. Just, it's, it's, it's not like some sort of uh, shameful show or display. It's just like, I see what you're working with. I see you're trying. You're, you're being humble. It's all right. But, you know, you're, you're, you're being proper. But I know. I know. And now I got to pray for forgiveness for these lustful church thoughts, organ lady. Anyway, I'd like to be an organ donor for the... No, I wouldn't. That's not right. But isn't that the pickup line? Right? I see. <laughs> I like the way you play the organ. Would you like me to donate an organ for you? <laughs> and she'll be like, like a lung? I was thinking... A little bit lower. Pancreas? Can you even donate a pancreas? Okay, this isn't going to work. Okay, you don't have a sense of humor. Okay? I thought... I mean, I shouldn't be surprised. You're you're, you're the organ player at church, but, but I still thought, you know, maybe you, you test the humor boundaries, but obviously you don't get what I mean when I say organ donation. Obviously you never hung out with a bunch of fratty hockey players. So there. Anywho, guys, went to Mass, came back, did some more work. Um, just finished work now. So it's, like I said, it's like, now it's after 9.30. Do you know where your cookie is? And yes, she's right here, lying on the carpet. Um, but, while I was perusing Twitter, I noticed some horse shit. No offense to everybody who loves marvel um i have yet in in like seven years i have yet to be able to land a joke about marvel on stage because there's just too many people who uh take it personally and it represents way too much in their life so you'll hear a couple of snickers and then most people are just silent like is he insulting marvel but that's how i spend all my free time um but marvel announced phase four today End phase five, so um, they've now strategized the next 900 years of Marvel content, and I'm not, not to spoil it if you didn't see it, but I'll give you some inside info. Phase six is coming soon, and uh, Stan Lee's used jizz rag with some scribble on it has been approved for a trilogy series, uh, Better Call Saul Cinnabon years, Cousin Hulk, uh, the parking attendant, has been uh, ordered for a full season. And, uh, yeah, I, I just, it's, uh, I am just amazed because for all the joy that people get out of these, I'm starting to look at it, it's like Ironbound and Thunderbolt and uh, Bloodstain and 
menstruation man and it's like what at some point are we we're running out of source material right like like i know no dude no 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 fucking cheese grater cunt is like like a real low-key great comic and uh that yeah they're gonna they're gonna integrate uh hit her into into the the greater marvel universe um when when trans thor and um non-binary panther show up in phase 12 it's going to be off the hook um i tweeted a joke before starting this podcast where um i said uh like a grandkid a kid will be like grandpa like years from now grandpa what were you doing when the world burned shut the fuck up timmy i'm watching marvel phase eight um that was a joke i did on stage in boston where i was just like you're going to have somebody, I, I said, I just know that uh, Marvel has now been a third of my life. Iron Man came out in 2008. So roughly a third of my life has been dominated by Marvel. And it just feels like I'm going to be 86 on my deathbed. And I'm going to be like, but wait, the 14th reboot of Thor. How will they address the inconsistency? Beep! And you're just going to be like, Marvel will outlive all of us. Like, there will be no end. Like, like there's a kid born today who will not see the end of the Marvel Universe. He will be 96 going, God, Guardians of the Galaxy 41 was so good. I hope I'm around for 42. Beep! It's like the worst alternate ending to Six Feet Under ever. Everybody... Never mind, I don't want to spoil it. Greatest finale in history. Anywho. Um I just I just I I just watched Infinity War again. I haven't finished my rewatch of Endgame, but I got through most of the Thor related ones before seeing Thor four. Um and seven years ago. Uh, <laughs> but this is a real question for the Marvel people. Because I try to extend an olive branch. I and I've always said this. I'm genuinely amazed at, at what Marvel and Disney were able to pull off with Phase 1, which ended with Infinity War and Endgame. They made so many characters so good. They got so much high-quality buy-in from Hollywood actors. They wove it together, and it was just... You know, when I watched Infinity War again, I was like, God, I really didn't appreciate... Like, I thought it was good, and I thought Thor was, you know, clearly the MVP... But Infinity War is outstanding, and I already remember Endgame as being outstanding. And to me, it was, like, amazing. Take a bow. But this, like, this ADD, addictive, just keep feeding me sugar sort of mindset, I'm, I'm genuinely worried for people who are still going, like, when they announced their next slate of 44 items, bringing their total programs up to like 350, they're like, my God, this looks so good. Oh my God, phase 48 is going to be the fucking shit. And, you know, I've compared it obviously um, in a non-flattering way to the way Cookie is thrilled about her kibble most mornings, even though it's the same meal for approximately uh, what, two meals a day, 300, 700, 500. 
She's up to probably her 5,000th meal of kibble, and she still wags the tail, and she's like, jumps around when you reach in, you reach the cup into the bag. Um, my question is, like, when I like something, when I think something is perfect or great, I get worried that they'll ruin it or overdo it. Example, Big Little Lies, the Marvel Universe of prestige white actresses. Um, That first season was was a masterpiece. And then the second season, they added Meryl Streep, which was, you know, like adding, that's, that's adding the white woman actress Thanos, to put it in perspective for all you Marvel heads. And I was like, okay, well, they added Meryl Streep, so that's a good sign. But I don't know. I'm still worried it's not going to be. And it wasn't nearly as good. And there was no shame in that except that they they had perfection and they can't – they just can't leave it alone. You just can't leave perfect alone in Hollywood and – or most people can't, I should say. And with Marvel, it's like if I were I'm, – I'm the sort of casual, if you will – but who really respects and appreciates that phase one, the, 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 the ones that everybody liked and um, saw. And But if I was like a diehard Marvel fan, I'd be like, they got to stop like making mediocre shit. They're diluting, they're diluting the, the, the legend by just becoming sort of a... Gl- I mean, don't even get me on what Disney has done to Star Wars. Ho- holy shit. I think I may have complained about this on an earlier episode, maybe last week. But now what they've done to Star Wars is is unconscionable. Um, I haven't watched Obi-Wan yet. But basically, as far as I'm concerned, all due respect to Revenge of the Sith, which I do enjoy and think is good. I'll trade you Revenge of the Sith never existing if you get rid of Attack of the Clones, Phantom Menace, the Force Awakens, The Last Jedi, the fucking Rise of Skywalker, all, all that solo. Get rid of all of it. I will sa- I will sacrifice um, Revenge of the Sith for all that. The only one to me, and I'm talking shows and movies. I Mandalorian's pleasant enough, humongously overrated. It's a visually nice show. I like Baby Yoda. But overall, I think, I mean, the fact that that show was nominated for Best Drama is so insulting. Um, you know, it basically, like Game of Thrones was so great, it kind of created its own adventure slot in the drama race. And then they were just like, oh, do we have any adventure? Well, Mandalorian people liked. Okay, you think, you think Mandalorian is as good as Game of Thrones? You're insane if you do. You're insane and possibly cognitively impaired if you think that. If you think it's anywhere in the same realm, to use fantasy lingo, anyway. Um, but I would just be curious if some Marvel people are like, yeah, you're kind of right. Like, they are pumping too much because it's there is diminishment. Like, I liked Thor 4. I did. But, it, but, it, but uh, you know, I liked it the way a, a, a Beatles fan can also like the, you know, uh, the Macarena. <laughs> yeah, that's fun. <laughs> like like Gangnam Style and Yesterday. Both songs I like to listen to, I wouldn't consider them in the same class. Um, the Russell Crowe in Thor 4 is a tour, a Thor de force. Oh, do we have... 
a lot of Thor puns. We got four th- Thor four and seven years ago, and now we got Thor to force. Um, JL, what's that a pun on? Tour de force. Please stop being my fan. Okay, I can't do a Q and A explaining comedy to you and puns. Um, but yeah, Marvel's just phase five, phase six, phase sixty nine. Whatever they're doing, it's too much. Um, it really is. I'm sorry. Like just from a from a lay person, I'm not Marvel clergy. Um, I'm just a lay person when it comes to the comic book world. But it's just uh, I don't. I mean. They're gonna do what they did to Star Wars. They just, they just, they mauled Star Wars from the beginning. Oh, what I was gonna say about Star Wars is, here's what I think should exist in the Star Wars world. Having said that, I have not watched Obi Wan yet. Uh, for uh, New Hope, Empire Strikes Back, Return of the Jedi, and Rogue One. So out of like ten Star Wars projects, they made one to me that honors and is worthy and is if you even wanted to say to me that rogue one is your favorite star wars movie of all time i wouldn't be mad at you so rogue one congratulations everything else get out of here get out you're tarnishing the star because now you have a situation where the majority of star wars content sucks and is like you know, like I've made the analogy before, it's like Police Academy. It's like Police Academy 1 is a good, fun comedy. Police Academy 6, not so much. <laughs> you know, Friday the 13th, well, those all suck. But at least 1 is kind of creepy and chilling in some ways. Um, Jason Takes Manhattan, not so much. So I'd just be curious from Marvel fans, like, is there, you know, we've already said Wes is more about former Riverdale student Wes Moore possibly future governor of Maryland. What about less is more Marvel world? Or do we just keep, just keep pumping it? Just keep, you know, it's, 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 it's sort of like, you know, a sex addict doing porn at, 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 uh, at Disney at this point, you know, the guys, the guys just like kind of screaming and crying as he's just fucking another, like it's, 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 it's just some disturbing shit out of Seven or something. <laughs> seven, the movie, the great movie by David Fincher. Um, anyway, uh, if you've seen the movie, I think you know which scene I'm referencing where the guy uh, had to... Anyway, the great movie. Sort of reminds me of my comedy career, just in the general tone and tenor of the movie. But... Uh, uh, the special, uh, I think I gave you guys news on the special. Um, did I give this just to the Patreon or did there? I don't know. No, I think I did it for the regular folks. Um, working on a second edit right now and I was asked for like, you know, credits, like like thank yous and, and stuff. So we are, you know, there's strong reason to be very optimistic about the special now. At least we have gotten past the, you know, Will it happen? Now it's happening, and it seems like we will have uh, a positive on somebody selling it, trying to sell it. Will we sell it? That's that is the huge, the big huge question that is left to be answered, and we might not. But at least I've seen it, and I can feel a, a sense of accomplishment and pride in what I've seen. So overall, that's positive, and uh, you know, 
fingers crossed that it sells to someone because that would be nice for the exposure, nice for the paycheck. But if it doesn't, um, I know that I can be very proud of the product and hopefully all of you will buy it as well as many other people, I hope. God help us. Um, this was a funny thing I was thinking of. I'll leave you with this because I, I bought some Italian cookies tonight because I'm going to be watching some more Gamora. So I thought, you know, just for the – it's not that I, I normally like to eat Italian cookies. Of course I do. But it's because, you know, I just feel like it creates a better ambiance for the show, which I'm in season four and I'm liking it. But, it you know, without spoiling anything, it, it definitely um, – It may have peaked with season three, but I've heard good things. I've heard good things about all five seasons, so let's hope not. I'm I'm still liking it, but it's just, you know, I'm not going to spoil anything. But when things drastically change, you sort of go, hey, what the fuck? Um, but anywho, um, I was listening to Third Eye Blind today. That's been bumping in my iPod recently, and I'll I'll say it right now. That Third Eye Blind debut album... Tremendous! It's a tremendous start to finish. Listen, if you've ever gone, if you're going through a breakup, um, preferably if you're a man going through a breakup. I don't know how a woman would hear those songs if they would hear them differently than a man does. But uh, it's uh, it's a great album. And the righteous girlfriend, uh, in one of her, she has like a good line every month. <laughs> And her description, I believe she referred to like late 90s rock as chin strap rock. And really that just is referencing Stephen Jenkins of Third Eye Blind and Rob Thomas of Matchbox 20. But those were two very huge late 90s bands. So I'm, I'm, I'm okay. I co-sign on calling that era chin strap rock. Um, but I do remember I had a friend in high school who... Uh, uh good looking um good looking very fun black dude and uh i'm gonna protect his identity here although if anybody went to high school would know who it is um good dude funny dude but i just remember him like we were in the senior lounge i think and i think semi-charmed life semi-charmed kind of life yeah yeah do 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 that song came on and i just remember i don't know exactly how he phrased it but he just basically pantomimed um like he he basically acted like that song was like the pied piper for white chicks to get horny in 1997 <laughs> and he was just like kind of mocking like putting that song on and then a girl going down on him and I don't know why I thought of that today while walking, listening. It's the first time I've thought of that. You know, usually I'm just running through the album going, oh, what a good album. And I'm much, pref I prefer the dreary or the vengeful songs. But Semi-Term Kind of Life is like, is like the happy, is like the happiest song on the album. Um, it's a good song, but I prefer, obviously, as you can imagine, the, the angrier and the drearier. How's it gonna be when you don't know me anymore? Oh, so good. And and let's not forget, we used to be able to cross cultures. When when Michael Jordan was retired, like when they assumed that 1998 was going to be his last year and he had won the championship, they did a montage on NBC 
set to how's it going to be, you know? Sometimes it, it didn't always have to be hip-hop, okay? Sometimes you could have a nice chin-strap rock song playing with some basketball highlights, you know? That's when the league was better. That's when I liked it more. <laughs> but I just was thinking about him just like like mocking liking the song, even though I think he probably kind of liked it or at least liked what he did. But the idea of that being like the 1997 Pied Piper for white chicks hooking up is very funny to me. And I just kind of chuckled out loud on the street when I when I thought of, of him. <laughs> oh, man, when this song, did, 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 and he just, <laughs> yeah, I know that's misogynistic and I condemn it now, guys. I condemn it now. But I was Billy Bush up in that bitch. I was Billy Bush and my friend was Trump just talking about... When you put on third eye blind, they'll let you grab them by the pussy. No, he didn't say that, okay? But it basically was. But at the same time, you know, two 18-year-olds in high school joking about, uh, and it was all consensual. He was suggesting consensual activities, you know, unless, unless using third eye blind to seduce a high school woman, girl, well, 18 also, but, uh, Unless, unless using third eye blind to seduce a woman is non-consensual. Like this, wouldn't that be a great ad for third eye blinds music? It's like, we are so seductive. We're like a roofie for the ears. <laughs> third eye blind. Not afraid of assisting date rape. There it is. Ron Reagan Jr. finally made an appearance. How about that? But uh, third eye blind. Highly recommend that, 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 that first album. I have a couple of their albums. I had tickets to see them in 2020. What happened in 2020? Oh, right. I became a global icon for six minutes. Six minutes, Dougie Fresh, you're on. Uh, uh, on. Uh, uh, on. Sorry, many of you don't know what the fuck I'm talking Anyway, I keep saying that. Nobody ever knows what I'm talking about. The point is, guys, third eye blind. If you're maybe looking to hook up with uh, somebody in their early 40s, if if my friend was right, maybe you just turn on semi-charmed kind of life and all of a sudden you're just like, what's, what's happening? Oh, wow. Wow, it did work. <laughs> um, Marvel fans, get your boy. And by your boy, I'm talking about Kevin Feige. And that is a tough last name, isn't it? Isn't that a tough last name? <laughs> Aren't you afraid of mispronouncing that? Kevin Faye, can I call him Faye Yogurt? Um, but uh, come get your boy. He's doing too much. He's a little extra, okay? Marvel, just take a breather to count your money. DC is not coming for you. That's what's so funny. Your competition is like bordering on special needs. Like the DC universe is post Christopher Nolan is just largely a kid with with a, a special needs kid in a broken home who you're just sort of happy when he does something decent but um you know Marvel you got such a head start you got that that Sydney McLaughlin head start on everybody um maybe you could take a breather or maybe just be a little more selective like Everything that Stan Lee ejaculated on doesn't need to be like, 
you know, we found a fecal sample of Stan Lee's. We're going to give it a two, two, two episodes and see if we can make it a limited series. Um, just tone it down. That's all I'm saying. And, uh, you know, I donate, donate generously to my church, so I will see if they can maybe just, you know, make the organ player play in seclusion somewhere or something. I don't know. I think that's fair. I think it's fair as a as a man of faith. I'm just trying to live my live my faith. And you know, living my faith means all women sevens and above just have to go into a special section of the church where pious men like myself can't see them and be tempted. I don't know why that's so wrong. Um although won't that be sad when some like one like some woman would be walking to the to the side room and it's like no no ma'am you're fine no no i think i belong in the hot chicks part of the church uh no no nobody's no i mean nobody cares like you can sit no no sit with your family seriously ma'am the room is already full okay for some reason i think because it's a latin mass we had more hot latinas showing up to mass uh spanish mass i mean not latin but like a spanish mass so we're already full and you wouldn't even get in there if it was empty. So ma'am, just sit your basic Catholic ass in a pew with your family. Nobody's aroused by you. Okay. And if we're going to slide the organ in there, we definitely don't have room for you. <laughs> okay. Well, that's it guys. I have to go watch Gamora and enjoy the remaining two hours of Saturday night. Um, like a boss eating cookies. What this is, this is the life of a comedy superstar, guys, at home with his dog, no gigs, finishing up legal work, doing podcasts, eating cookies, watching Italian drama. What the fuck have I done with my life, guys? Hashtag pray for half blackface because uh, my optimism this week has been uh, you know, pretty high. Um, I, and I'm trying to temper it and say, Hey, at least I can be proud of the product. It's a good looking product that the, the shoot, it looks good. The content is good. The editing is good. They're going to, they're going to try and cut like 10 more minutes from it, maybe to make it a little more sellable. You know, you get it into that 60 to 65 minute range instead of the JL 75 minutes special. You know, I'm like Axl Rose, November rain, whereas they want Axl Rose, sweet child of mine. Okay. Um, I'm like, no, no, we're going to have the piano solo and the shift and everything. Uh, and they're like, no, just get to the slash guitar part. Okay. And so I've been feeling, I've been feeling positive about the special, which is good news, but I don't do well with positive. Um, positive often, you know, I've had it happen in my life in relationships in the past. That's why I see a therapist and I've had it just, but this is one of those big examples where my mind can't help but go, okay, I, it looks good. I know it's good. What if this guy can pull off a miracle and like sell it to somebody big or reputable? And, it, and it, what if it can change? What if a year from now I'm like touring all over the place because the special did what I believed the special could and should do? And then I have to like stomp that and go, don't think like that. You have to. You have to be like for as negative and you guys know this better than almost anybody, if not, if not everybody other than cookie and righteous girlfriend, nobody here is 
my despair on a on a consistent basis as it relates to comedy more than you guys and gals and non-binaries okay inclusivity and but it's you know i want to be positive but it's like at the same time it's like no don't don't be, be, be tone it down for your own safety but maybe this is the only time i'll be able to truly enjoy like like the potential of selling it maybe i won't sell it but at least na- at least i have the hope i have a re- a re- uh uh, hope has been restored to a certain extent, which is obviously very rare for me in this. Um, so maybe I should just enjoy it and just feel good now and get disappointed rather than try to ruin the feel good so that I'm not as disappointed. I don't know. But the point is, I appreciate you guys listening. Guys, there's five new clips on the Patreon. Patreon.com slash JLCovan, JL plus, JL Max plus Prime. Pumping out a lot of content. Uh, I do have to. I hope you're still listening. Um, I have to delay the Mitch McConnell cooking show because of the work I had to do this weekend, and then with the righteous girlfriend traveling. Um, just it's it'll come out in August. Not I was hoping to get it out at the end of July, but I did pump out. I did put up five special clips from the Boston show, three of which will stay exclusive, and then two of which I will I will put out like I will make public. Uh, like next week, but um, I will be filming a Dave Chappelle special in my apartment, much like the other ones I did. This one will be called Pinocchio, where he, uh, you know, does a an hour long lecture series on why um, he's offended that Pinocchio thinks he can transition from a toy into a boy. Um, so that should be fun. Uh, you know, what will be fun about it is all the people going, "This is such a funny Chappelle impression," and then like all the Chappelle fans go, this is the worst impression ever. And then they'll share with me Jamie Foxx's impression, which sounds like Dave Chappelle circa 2003 with no sense of at least I'm, if you don't even think it's perfect or good, you should be able to tell if you're not a complete moron, which era Chappelle I'm going for. Like if I sound like, like if you do an Al Pacino from the Godfather, okay, it was between the brothers. That's my family, Kay. Does that sound anything like current, like, self-parody Al Pacino? <sighs> like, I'm not even trying to do the impression. I'm too tired. But, like, you know, if if you said, I'm doing an impression of Al Pacino, and it didn't sound like Scent of a Woman or Later, and it sounded like Serpico or Michael Corleone, people would be like, they wouldn't say, oh, my God, that's such a great Pacino. They'd be like, that doesn't sound like Pacino anymore. But for some reason with Chappelle, everybody wants the impression to be, hey, man. And I'm going, have you heard this dude speak in the last 10 years? He's closer to Sam Elliott than the old Dave Chappelle. Like, but that's what you do. You go on the Internet. You have to deal with and placate stupid people and i will tell you this one of my favorite thing in my thank yous on the special and it's kind of weird because i i would love these thank yous to appear on fucking hbo or netflix but they'll probably just appear on your computer (laughs) or on your smart tv but whatever um but one of the thank yous is most of my fans (laughs) 
I mean, I think that's that is as good a joke as I can include in like an end credit sequence on my special. Thank you to uh, I I thank some people who've been thanked on this podcast profusely. I thank a, a couple of people close to me in my personal life. And uh, then one of the thank yous is for uh, comedy clubs that return emails. And after that, it says, most of my fans. <laughs> I don't know. That just like, I, I felt like, let's be funny till the very end. Um, but uh, yeah. So uh, I don't think anything speaks speaks more of, of me and my truth than thanking most of my fans. Now, all of my fans will think that I'm thanking them, but we all know which type of fans I'm like. Well, the funny thing is the fans who don't buy the special are definitely the fans that I'm excluding from the thanks. So it's kind of they'll never they'll ne- if it's like a it's like a catch 22. If you buy the special, then the thanks belongs to you. If you don't buy the special, clearly that's who I'm talking about. But anyway, guys, I got to go enjoy this rager of a, of a Saturday night um, in Bloomfield, New Jersey. So I'm about to get my cookies and my uh, my cookies with cookie. Okay, I did it all for the cookies. The what? The cookies. So you can take that, take that, limp biscuit, guys. Okay, I'm losing my mind now. Workday over, podcast over. Hope you enjoy this. Check out the Patreon. I'm 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 doing my best to put up a lot of good stuff there. Um and uh the live hangout is Tuesday at nine PM Eastern. So if you join at the great fan level, you can hang out, we can chat and questions, updates, all that shit. Um, it's been fun, the first two, so come on and, uh, and join, 9 p.m. Eastern on Tuesday, but you gotta join the Patreon first, and I think, uh, if you are, if you have just joined, or if you're a new joiner after this podcast, um, scroll all the way down, because there's, there's multiple, there's a lot of bonus podcasts, there's the Mike Pence, the three episodes of Gaming with Mike Pence, um, what else? Some of the stuff is not exclusive. The, the stand-up clips I just posted are, are only available on Patreon. And uh, I forget what else I've added in there. But people seem to be liking it so far, and I'm, I'm proud of, of what's there so far. So whatever you support. Oh, and last thing, if you're still listening, give this, give this show five stars on Apple Podcasts. I'm still not to 200 ratings, which is very disappointing. Um, so I'd like to get to 200 ratings and reviews uh, soon. So have a good week, guys. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. I think I'll post this now. Should I post this now? Let's post it now. Um, And uh, yeah, I will see you next Tuesday, even though this is Saturday night. I will see you next Tuesday. Not afraid of confusing the days.